Welcome to 1989, Inside the Diary of a Wannabe Radio Announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning, it's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, welcome indeed. And thanks for allowing your ears to be smothered by a wet blanket of snoozerific sentences as poured from the feeble teenage mind of me into the tip of a pen whose ink was then largely wasted within the pages of my 1989 diary. We're about to step into week 26 of the final year of the 80s, but rather than wait until the year 2084 and have it inserted as a fake memory like Quaid, aka Arnie endured in that 1990 movie Total Recall, we just check on the songs making their chart debut via chartboots.com.au. This week, July 2 of 1989, it was a pretty boring week. Uh, Clive Young's Something Special arrived at number 50. Plus there's Bruce Coburn's If a Tree Falls at 43. I actually used to love that. And Ferry Cross the Mersey was in at 45. And that's a tribute song for the victims of the Hillsborough tragedy, which was a horrific event that happened in Liverpool in April of 89 at a soccer match. 96 people were crushed to death by a flood of fans pushing into a stadium for a game. And the song was actually recorded to raise money for the victims and their families. And it was sung by Liverpool artists like the Christians, uh, Holly Johnson, Paul McCartney and Jerry Marsden and produced by 80s super producers Stock Atkin and Waterman. Hey, coming up in this episode, my mum and my little brother Tom proved their love and devotion to me by actually getting on a bus to come see me in Caratha for my 20th birthday. I know, right? There was a pilot strike happening in the later part of 89 from about August onwards. And whilst my diary doesn't record anything about it in the lead up to these diary entries, because of course it doesn't, uh, my family and I are actually assuming it affected my parents visiting me in July because instead of my dad coming with mum and them flying to visit me, it's now my mum and my little brother Tom who will have to endure a trip on a bus travelling roughly 2,600 148 kilometres, which took two days and 21 hours to get from Adelaide to me and Caratha. <laughs> no thanks. Together, we'll do some touristy things, watch a lot of television, and my depression kicks in again without any explains, but my mum will fix it with an early birthday surprise. Plus, I fall asleep at a drive-in with my mum, my brother, and my roomie, Julie, and let one rip while I'm in La La Land. Wow, just wow. To help me uh, talk through the next few weeks of diary entries, I am welcoming in the two people who actually endured that journey. Who is that? 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 Who
Yeah. It's my mummy Anne and my brother Tom. G'day's. G'day. G'day. Where, do you, where did you think it was 21 hours? Where'd you get that from? I did a little bit of research. It, it was, was like 53 one way. Yeah, two days and 21 hours, you dork. Uh. <laughs> do the maths. <laughs> I can't work under these conditions. It's already begun. Now, how did I meet you two? Kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't go into that. <laughs> when you brought Tom home, Mum, huh? Hello? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, my God, she doesn't remember. She, so, was probably, she was probably drunk. It was the 80s. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> 80s. Fuck. 70s. Let's just say 70s, 80s, some of the yeah. 90s, and even in the noughties. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you excited, Mum? You don't seem very excited. You got, yeah. oh, I'm just reliving that trip. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Torture. I know. I did half of the trip. I think I did Perth to Adelaide on the bus, but not all the way to Caratha. Thank Christ. Oh, God, it was awful. Did you say you were medicated? Did you say you took sleeping tablets? Oh, no, no. When I got to Caratha, I rang my mum and asked her to send me up some sleeping tablets, which she did. You cheat. So I slept most of the way home. <laughs> I didn't. You used to go, Mum, Mum, we've got to get off the bus. Mum, Mum, can I have some money? <laughs> oh God. That's such an 80s mum on a trip type of scenario. I didn't know I spoke like that. I didn't know I was semi retarded. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you. Should we get stuck into it? Sure. Okay, here we go. This is uh, Sunday, July 2. And it was written at 1.41am. Today, I got up at 9.30, had some breakfast, did two loads of washing and hung them on the line. Watched some television, showered and returned the videos to JD's Video City. Posted some mail and went to work. My shift from midday to six was very slow to begin with, but as the seconds became minutes and the minutes became hours, oh wow, I'm writing a book, it started oh to get better. <laughs> Shut up, mum. <laughs> It turned out that my last two hours were my best. And then I've put a question mark, two exclamation marks, and another question mark after that. So they were my best. I'm just amazed you got up at 9.30. What are your sleep patterns like? <laughs> All over the shop. <laughs> Out of control. They're still the same. Yeah. I was going to say, nothing's changed. No, never. Uh, Cindy, Sean, and I recorded a commercial, and we went home. Put some chicken in the oven. Thank you. Woo. And I went to the airport to pick up Jan. She dropped me home. Ate tea, watched TV. What, what? She was flying and we couldn't. She you was tricked the... me, Mum. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> afford it, could you? <laughs> maybe because she's a mining wife and maybe they had a separate airline or something. I don't know. Um, watch TV and now to bed. Ah, lovely night. I've got a question mark after that. 1.48 a.m. <laughs> right. How do, you, how do you do it? If I'm not in bed by 10, I start to panic. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in bed by 10, I'm panicking. <laughs> I could be missing out on fun. Uh, I'm still counting the hours. I'm going to wake up at 5 every morning. I, I need would, 7 hours. I need yeah. 7 hours. I need 7 hours. Yeah, see, I don't have that problem. Nah. All right, here we are. July 3. It's a Monday, and this is written at 1.57 a.m. Unfortunately, I didn't get up until 11 today. God. Thank you. Which was bloody annoying because I had things I had to do. As a result of getting up late, I couldn't be bothered. So my clothes remain unironed and the kitchen was messy when I left for work. Story of my life. 
I went to the public phone box and called Dad. He told me that Mum and Tom left last night, which was a shock. I thought they'd be leaving tonight. It's going to be a bloody awful bus trip. (laughs) (laughs) Went to work, no ads to do. Did my on this days, copy checked some ads I did yesterday, and my shift from six till midnight went really well. I was so proud of myself. Got home soon after 12, watched a movie with Sean, and now off to bed? Question mark. Night, 2.05 a.m. Cute. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thanks so much for taking time out to do this. <laughs> I should mention for anyone listening, the echo is because we're doing a group FaceTime and I think my voice is leaking out of your speakers or some shit. Who cares? Anyway, uh, this is Tuesday, July 4. It was written at 3.53 a.m. I'm getting my last late nights in before you two arrive. Well, it's rather late, and I doubt if I'll be going to sleep for a while now. I'm not tired, so I may as well stay up and wait until my mum and brother arrive. Well, I got up at nine o'clock today, ironed my clothes, tidied my bedroom and set up the mattresses. Went to work just before two and did three commercials and stuffed around. Jody's getting married, which is great news. I got, it's no, great. It's great I've got news. yeah, none of us know who Jody is, but good on you, Jodes. I doubt it would have lasted. Ah, they're divorced now. <laughs> My shift from six till midnight went fantastic. Mum rang up to say they were on their way, which gave me an extra boost to go on. I love that just a phone call from you gives me enough to go on, Mummy. Just about to jump off a cliff. <laughs> I'm going to continue on. <laughs> Sean came over and stayed till midnight and Cindy rang asking for the typewriter. So we walked home, got the typewriter, walked to her house and talked for ages, walked home and now we wait. Bye, 4.02am. Now we wait 53 hours. (laughs) And when we get there, we can lie on a mattress on the floor. Oh, with the cockroaches. (laughs) Oh, God. Good All right, here's uh, the big day. It's July 5, 1989 and this is written at 11pm. Oh, an early night. I need it, though. I'm still tired. Picked Mum and Tom up at 25 to 6. They were five minutes early. Oh, sweet mercy. That was in the morning. In the morning. Yeah, I love that, you know, you didn't have to spend an extra five minutes on the bus. What a lucky thing. What a win. Went home, drank coffee. Would have been Nescafe. Uh, Tom went to bed. Mum and I went to the phone box and called Dad and told him all was okay. Was it, though? <laughs> I, was, I was jet-lagged, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the station and introduced Richie to Mum. You wouldn't have liked him. Don't remember him. He's the one that was shitty at me for interrupting his cricket. Oh, no, I wouldn't have liked him. Yeah. Went home, showered and slept. Got up in the afternoon and went to the station. Introductions... I've just got introductions. Walked to town, did some shopping. Reported Tom's watch lost on the bus. Tom, you lost your watch. No. Do you remember that? It would have been a swatch watch, I reckon. Well, duh. Uh, Came home and had lunch, sat around the house and cooked a roast tea. Went down to the station and introduced Cindy to mum and Tom. Oh, Tom, you poor thing. Went home and had the roast for tea. Watched TV. Mum and Tom were tired and went to bed about nine. And now it's my turn. Night, 11.09pm. Now it's my turn in two hours. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. This is uh, Thursday, July 6th. It was written at 11.18pm. Another early night, probably because mum's here. 
Who knows? Nothing else to do, really. <laughs> I know. So is mum. Uh, well, today I got up about 10, had some breakfast, watched a bit of television with mum and Tom, showered, and Tom, mum, Sean and I walked to the station. We borrowed Julie's car, went and filled it up, and then went to the lookout, which I think was in the hills above Caratha. <laughs> We then walked along the trail through the hills and took some photos, spent roughly an hour walking around and started to get dehydrated because back then no one had water bottles. So we headed back, got some lunch and drinks and went down to Dampier and had a look around. Got home, cooked tea, went and did the shopping. We've been watching telly till now and it's off to bed. Oh, Lee organised some tours for us to do on Monday and Tuesday, which should be interested. Interested. I wrote interested instead of interesting. Yeah, but 19-year-old me wrote interested. <laughs> it sounds pretty boring so far, doesn't it? Yep. They were probably neither interested or interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, and I finished that at 11.25pm. All right, here we go. This is a big day. It's Friday, July 7, 1989. This is written at 11.14pm. Today, I got up at 8, got into the shower and got dressed. <laughs> probably separately <laughs> I don't know if I actually got in the shower and put my clothes on Mum and Tom are going to walk the rest of those hills at the back of Caratha today How was that guys? <laughs> <laughs> Hot and boring <laughs> Got to work at about 9.45 and had a total of five commercials to do All of which started on Monday Richie's voice is sore, so he's given me all his commercials. <laughs> you prick. Managed to get them all written, but I'll probably have to do them on the weekend. Did manage to get one recorded with Cindy. Unfortunate thing, the work tape was damaged, so we'll have to do it again. My shift from two to six was awful. I was badly depressed. I don't know why. Probably because you were shit. <laughs> probably because we were there. No. Oh, yeah, maybe I was missing out on a hills walk. Anyway, got home and mum, Tom and I went to tea at the Chinese restaurant. We Ooh. ate, came home and I was still depressed. Probably MSG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mum gave me a tape from Kerry, Emma and Linda. She said that I shouldn't have got it until my birthday, but she said I should have a look. It was really funny. I'm no longer depressed. Off to bed now. <laughs> See ya, 11.27pm. <laughs> God, I'm easy to get in and out of depression, aren't I? You're fickle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Teenage flog. All right, and our last entry for this episode uh, is written at 12.03am, Saturday the 8th of July. Got up this morning at 5, showered, got dressed. Mum got dressed also, and we headed down to the station. Oh, it's the <laughs> first time all week you've got dressed, Mum. <laughs> My shift from 6 till midday went... You're in the bush. What was yeah. I doing? What was I doing? It doesn't say. Who cares? <laughs> My shift from six till midday went really well. Mum stayed until it was all over, although she gave Cindy a tarot reading for a while. What? You what? Gave, you gave tarot <laughs> readings? Oh, it was a long bus trip. <laughs> Mum became a, a mystic gypsy. <laughs> wow. After this, can you give me a tarot reading, Mum? <laughs> That's a hobby you've kept. <laughs> uh, did an end tag for one of Cindy's commercials, went home and had some lunch. Richie came over, then Lee came over, and Bradley. Richie and Mark went off. Mark's off to Headland for two weeks, and Kent's coming down too. Julie, Lee, Sean, Tom, Mum and I went shopping. Boring. God, all we did was shop. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> 
Um, it was boring. Lee took so long to do her shopping. Bit of a nuisance. Great watch at On Bazaar that I want. $161 for it. Ooh, with a question wow. mark. I know. That's a lot of money in 89. That's half your wage. <laughs> Probably more than three quarters. Got home and Bradley annoyed the shit out of us at the supermarket. Well, he annoyed the shit out of me. I don't know about the others. Do you remember Bradley shooting you? At the no, I don't remember Bradley, let alone whether he shitted me or not. No, I don't remember him. Me neither. Uh, Julie, Mum, Tom, and I went to the drive in. We saw the accused and the presidio. I fell asleep during the presidio and apparently I passed wind. How embarrassing. <laughs> What was the accused? Is that Jodie Foster? Maybe. I reckon. After that fart, I've said, what will happen when I'm an old man? Have to wait and see. See ya, 12.14am. Well, what's happening? Well, what's happening? There's a lot of farts still happening. Can I ask, is that just a Wosley thing? Or do we just all just fart a lot? They Wosleys do. What fart there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with me then? Oh, well, I could say you take after your father it's and not normal. It's not normal the amount of wind that I have. <laughs> this isn't going to air, is it? Yep. <laughs> and I am just checking, and the accused is Jodie Foster and Kelly McGillis. Good pick, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, 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 I think she was attacked in the bar, remember? Oh, that's right. I do oh, remember that. that. Brilliant. Yeah, I remember that movie. That was a brilliant movie. Yeah, she's, yeah, with by three men on the um, pinball machine. That was a full on film. <laughs> Yeah, for a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I fell asleep and farted through it. <laughs> what were they doing on that pinball <laughs> Looks too heterosexual for my liking. <laughs> All right, well, thank you to both of you for joining me for this episode. You will come back for the next one, though, because uh, I need you to come back for the other week. Tonight, yeah, no dramas. Can I just put in a comment about Roxy Video, how you used to love it, and I got sacked from there. Did you? I got sacked, apparently for hiring videos to someone on a stolen card. I didn't even know you worked at Roxy Video. <laughs> yeah, I took over because, you know, on your good name and I got the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I cried like a baby. I got sacked at 15. <laughs> Poor Tommy. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. I just, every time you bring it up, I get angry. <laughs> Triggered. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I'd completely forgotten about it. He had that. a camcorder. Did he? And yeah. used to show you back then. He should have been. He didn't show me. I never saw him. I was probably too young. I actually don't remember that, so I've clearly blacked it from my memory. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go make some microwave potatoes. Alright. <laughs> Good callback. In the next episode, I'm gonna get a numb bum traveling across the dirt roads of the Pilbara for a day trip to Harding Dam with the fam, but our driver leaves me fearing for my completely self-absorbed life. I do my best on-air shift ever and follow it up with a shit one. There's my 20th birthday to celebrate, a surprise birthday dinner at Jan's, and I send my little bro and mama back home on another unbearable return bus trip. Poor them, but ha ha ha, lucky me. Of course, each episode we try and raise Indigenous voices, and this time around we're shining the spotlight on legendary rapper, record label owner, comedy writer, actor, author, and all-round guru, 
That is Briggs, or Senator Briggs, as he often refers to himself. And look, in all honesty, he probably doesn't need any help being promoted by the likes of this teeny tiny podcast. But I've been a fan of him for such a long time, and I feel it's rude if I was to leave him out. Especially if by some strange possibility you are not aware of him, uh, then you're fully missing out. You'll find his label at bigapplesmusic.com.au. And of course, he's on socials too, as Senator Briggs on Instagram and Briggs on Twitter. He is hilarious. Go give him a follow and prepare to be thoroughly entertained. He is actually brilliant. Hey, of course, it is time once again to say thanks muchly to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune and Jezelenko for all the other audio bits. Please do your darndest to uh, hand this podcast on to someone you think might love it. Your word of mouth and support means the world to me. You can also give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter under 19 in 89. And of course, subscribe via Apple, Google, Amazon or Spotify podcasts. And until the next episode, which will feature my mum and brother again, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs>